The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Warm greetings to all of you. My friends, even as I speak, the so-called Islamic State continues to torture and murder more and more people. Hundreds of these ISIS terrorists have American, Canadian, and British passports. They used to be part of us. They know our neighborhood and our habits, but they have utterly rejected us and our entire way of life. They prove that by literally cutting off the heads and killing people in many other ways. How long until some of these terrorists end up back in your neighborhood where you live? Stay tuned. My friends, there either is a real God or there isn't. The true God reveals himself in the Bible, the inspired revelation from God to mankind. We have shown you over and over on this program that dozens and scores of God's prophecies have been fulfilled. For the true God, whom very few people know or understand, that God is real, my friends. That God tells us repeatedly that the great spirit being who emptied himself and became Jesus Christ will come again to planet Earth. But why will Christ return? Is there a really a loving, wise, powerful God? Why would he send Jesus Christ back to this evil world? Because left to ourselves, we humans would utterly destroy this planet and all life on it without God's intervention. Think. Picture the constant tribal warfare in Africa. Thousands of innocent human beings are being raped, tortured, killed, or starved to death. The recent kidnapping of about 300 young women in Africa is just a symptom of a huge problem. And now the Ebola virus is spreading rapidly throughout much of Africa. The authorities fear that it will eventually spread to the United States and Europe. Over 2,400 deaths have already occurred from Ebola, and another 2,500 plus have been infected but are still alive. Is Almighty God, the great God, surprised by all of this? Of course not. For Jesus Christ, the Son of God, directly prophesied that these events would occur at the end of this age. Turn to Jesus' prophecy in your Bible. Go get a Bible. Check up on me. Don't be afraid to look in your Bible. Lots of people say, the Bible says this and say that. It doesn't say that at all. See what it really says and read it as you follow our program. We prove what we say. Turn to Matthew chapter 24 in your own New Testament. Matthew 24, beginning in verse 3. As Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? Talking about the time of the end. And what will be the sign of your coming? The sign of Christ's coming and the end of the age. He didn't say the end of the earth. God's not going to blow up the whole earth, but the end of this age of mankind going its own way apart from God, because God has given us about 6,000 years to try out our own ideas, our own governments, our own educational systems, our own religions apart from God. 
And yet we hear preached in our modern society the so-called prosperity gospel, that all is well and not to worry about things. But my friends, all is not well. Learn to face the truth. Notice what is ahead. Jesus said, what is the sign of your coming and the end of the age? He said, take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come, not a few oddballs, but the majority, the many, will come in my name saying, I am Christ. They'll tell you about Christ, but they preach a different message. Christ constantly preached the gospel of the kingdom of God. Read it over and over throughout Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. What is kingdom? Kingdom means government. Government, the kingdom of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II is a government that reigns over Britain. The government of God is coming again, a real government based on God's laws and God's way of life. So he said, they will deceive people, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and the Greek word here is ethnos, or different ethnic groups, little tribal wars and problems not a major world war, little wars going on all over. And that is exactly what we have today at this time of the end. Then he says, kingdom against kingdom, Basileia, whole groups of nations, great governments, world war, and there will be famines. Tremendous famines lie ahead. God will show you that. Then there are going to be pestilences, disease epidemics, the Ebola, AIDS, these other things are going to spread. Other diseases will come along much worse and they will spread. God's going to humble these people on this earth for turning away from him. And earthquakes, Luke's account in Luke 21 says, great earthquakes, not normal earthquakes, powerful earthquakes are going to shake this world. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. They're not the end, but the beginning. God is going to intervene. Without Christ's return, there would be cosmicide. Notice what he said as he continued on here in verse 19. Matthew 24, verse 19. But woe to those who are pregnant, he said, and to those with nursing babies in those days. So be careful at the time of the end. And pray that your flight, there's going to be a flight of God's true people. They're not being jerked off in some rapture. Pray that your flight be not in the winter or on the Sabbath, for then will be great tribulation, tremendous tribulation all over this earth such as never has been, nor nor ever since, since the beginning of the world until this time, no nor ever shall be the greatest single tribulation in the history of this entire world. I don't know if we get that. Jesus said that. It's going to be absolutely awful. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. Jesus the Christ said that. All humanity would be destroyed. No human beings would be alive. No flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. God has allowed us to go as far as we can go with our own human governments. We're fighting and killing one another. We're destroying the planet. We're tearing everything to pieces. God has to intervene. And you need to understand that. If there is a real God, he will intervene. Turn to Revelation chapter 11 now. Revelation chapter 11, and let's begin here in verse 15. Revelation in your New Testament, chapter 11 and verse 15. He's talking about the various woes or final punishments on humanity. And then the seventh angel sounded, the seventh trumpet plague, 
And there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world, not up in heaven, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign. Christ will reign forever and ever. Where? Up in heaven? No, the kingdoms of this world. The Bible never talks about us going to heaven as our final reward. He does not say that. The kingdom of God is going to be set up. The government of God on this earth, that's the only thing you're going to save us. He will rule forever. And the 24 elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and was and is to come, because you've taken your great power and reigned. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged and that you should reward your servants. We're going to be rewarded if we obey God, that you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints, and those who fear your name, who have an awe of the real God, who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. God will intervene. He will send Christ back as King of kings and Lord of lords. Thank God for that. That's real. The kingdom of God or the government of God is coming soon. At this point, my friends, I want to give you a real answer to mankind's problems. And this is going to be, of course, very, very helpful. We've prepared a truly eye-opening booklet which will help you really understand what lies just ahead. This booklet is entitled, Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs. This is a very attractive booklet. It will absolutely be sent to you totally free upon your request. Prophecy Fulfilled gives the details about Christ's coming world government and how it will be organized. So call us or write us today and ask for your free copy of this vital booklet, Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs. Just ask for the booklet on Prophecy Fulfilled. That's all you need, but call now. And you can also order this booklet at our website at tomorrowsworld.org or you can follow us at Tomorrow's World on Facebook and on Twitter. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-493-5437. That number again is 1-800-493-5437. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World Magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now back to our topic, why will Christ return? My friends, it may be hard to admit but rebellious human beings and their God-rejecting governments will soon bring this world to cosmicide, the destruction of all flesh. Your Bible predicts a soon coming time when men will be so rebellious that they will directly fight Jesus Christ, the Christ of the Bible, when He returns. 
That's hard to believe, but your Bible directly describes that. As you see these different people fighting each other, as you see governments breaking up, as you see the attitude of rebellion growing and growing in this world, you can begin to understand that's going to happen. People are deceived. They don't know God. The religions have not revealed the true God to them. Their governments are upset. Their governments are all confused. They don't know what to do. Notice what God says in Revelation chapter 17, and I'm going to begin reading here, talking about this coming beast power that's going to rise up, reviving the old Holy Roman Empire. Revelation 17, turn to it, and verse 9, here is the mind that has wisdom. The seven heads been described in this prophecy are the seven mountains. God constantly uses the term mountain as governments. Seven kingdoms are mountains on which the woman sits. A great false church is going to sit on this whole system. There are seven kings. Five have fallen. One is, and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he must continue a short time. One final revival of the so-called Holy Roman Empire. And the beast that was and is not, when this prophecy began to be understood at the time of the end, that final one is not, and yet is, he is the eighth. He's the eighth system. There were seven that went before the original Roman Empire, plus six revivals. This man's going to be the seventh revival. He is the eighth and is one of the seven, and he's going into perdition. And the ten horns which you saw are ten kings. Ten kings or leaders are going to come who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast for a very short time. These are of one mind, these ten leaders, and they're going to give their power and authority to the beast. They didn't give their power to Hitler. He went rampaging through Poland and Czechoslovakia and France and Belgium and Holland. He conquered them. This final one is going to get them to give power. Even now, people are giving power to some of this system. If you read your Bible, you read your world news, I mean, you'll see that. That's already happening. These, these final ten kings will make war with the Lamb. These are human leaders on this world. They're alive right now, and they're going to make war with who? The very Son of God. Can you imagine that? Because they are utterly, totally deceived, and the Lamb, Christ, will overcome them, for He is Lord of lords and King of kings. He has a real kingdom, and He's bringing His government back to this earth. It's real. It's got to happen or we would destroy ourselves. And those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful, faithful servants of God. And he said to me, the waters which you saw where the harlot sits, this great false church, are peoples, multitudes, nations, different nations speaking different languages. Think about it. Prove these things to yourself. Now turn to Revelation 19, my friends. Turn to Revelation 19. And beginning in verse 15, notice what God says right here. And, of course, this is very, very powerful and very, very meaningful. Revelation 19 and beginning verse 15 talks about Christ's coming. Now, out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations. He's going to come to this earth, the nations of this earth, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He has to rule these dictators powerfully. You have powerful men like Hitler and Mussolini and people like that in charge of this world system. They have to be crushed. And God Almighty has power, and they're going to have to understand that power. 
That's the only kind of thing that these ISIS leaders and these various evil people around the world understand. These stiff-necked, hard-headed men understand one thing. They only understand one thing, overwhelming force. If you try to talk to them and reason with them, we've seen that. Our leaders are trying to talk. They're trying to reason. They don't think like we do, and they're not going to think like we do. They have the minds of wild animals. God describes the Gentile kingdoms as wild animals in the Bible. But again, people don't understand. They're not taught that way. But he's going to come back as king of kings, and he's going to rule them with a rod of iron, which they're going to need at first. And he's going to show that power. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. God will finally say, enough, and Christ will come on many people unexpectedly. They're not taught the truth. You begin to understand, no doubt, many of you, if you've been hearing our program, realize how time is becoming just like the days of Noah before the flood. Everyone turning to violence, everyone doing his own thing. Turn back to Genesis chapter 6. Turn back to Genesis chapter 6, and it shows us that way of life going on right there. It says in Genesis of your Bible, chapter 6, verse 5, the eternal saw that the wickedness of man was very great in the earth, and that his thoughts of his heart were evil continually. And God was sorry that he was destroyed, uh, created man. He was grieved in his heart. And he said then finally, the verse 11, the earth was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way, a whole way of life on the earth. And God said, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them from the earth. So God is going to have to intervene once again and shake this nation and shake our, all our nations and shake this world as it has never been shaken to wake people up and they will come to know that there is a real God as these events we tell you about on this program begin to happen, one after the other, you will understand. Picture the absolute wave of violence and wars all over this world. Think of the untold thousands of people made homeless in the Sudan, in Gaza, in Iraq, in Syria, and all over the world. Picture the rubble of formerly prosperous towns and villages. Think of the thousands of little children who've lost their fathers and mothers in the continuing wars of mankind. This world is sick, as in Noah's time, God will soon say, enough. Then Christ will return with mighty power. Turn to how, see how it's described in Isaiah. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 66. As God wraps up the book of Isaiah here, Isaiah chapter 66, verse 15. For behold, the Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger and fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire and by his sword, the eternal will judge all flesh and the slain of the Lord will be many. He's going to shake the earth again as it's never been shaken. Nations will soon see God's glory. They will soon see God's power. The prophet Micah also explains this. Turn with me to the book of Micah, chapter 4. Micah, chapter 4, and let's begin reading here in, in verse 1. Micah, chapter 4, verse 1. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days, the end of this world, the end of this society, the latter days, where we are now, that the mountain or the kingdom of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains, the other kingdoms, 
and shall be exalted above the hills. God's government will finally take over and people will flow to it. Many nations will come and say, come, let's go up to the kingdom of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways. God, Christ on earth, will teach us his ways and we will walk in his paths for what? Out of Zion, the law shall go forth. They didn't even have traffic laws back then. He's talking about God's law as the whole Old Testament and frankly New Testament does when you understand it. Talking about the 10 great laws of God telling mankind how to live which have been rejected by America, Britain, Canada, all our peoples. They've rejected that. They used to know it, but they turned their back on it. That will be the way of life out of Zion, the true government of God. The law shall go forth in the word of the Lord from Jerusalem, and he will judge between many people and judge strong nations afar off, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. God's going to stop it. He's going to bring peace. Everyone shall sit under his vine. Yes, there will not be communism. There will be personal property. Everyone shall sit under his own vine and under his fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. God will bring it about. Righteous government under Jesus Christ is the only real answer. That's the only thing that's going to solve our problems. You've got to understand when your New Testament talks about the Christ preaching the kingdom of God, he talks about, of course, the, the, ten, the 12 apostles being over the 12 tribes of, of Israel, the 12 nations. It's a real government, a government to be set up on this earth within the lifetimes of many of you. You need to understand it's real. You need to be prepared for it. You need to act. So, my friends, we prepared for you a truly eye-opening booklet which will help you really understand what lies just ahead. This booklet is entitled Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs. This gives the details about Christ's coming world government and how it will be organized. So call us or write us today and ask today for your free copy, absolutely free, of this vital booklet. You need it. Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs. Just ask for the booklet on Prophecy Fulfilled. That's all you need. So call now. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org or you can allow or follow us at Tomorrow's World on Facebook or Twitter. For today's free informative offer, send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. Or call this toll-free number, 1-800-493-5437. That number again is 1-800-493-5437. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, please turn to the inspired description of this coming world government as revealed in Psalm 72 of your Bible. 
Notice Psalm 72, and actually when you read this, you'll see it's a Psalm of Solomon. God inspired Solomon to tell us about the coming government of God to be set up. Psalm 72, verse 1, Give the king your judgments, O God, and your righteousness to the king's son, and he will judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. The mountains will bring peace to the people and the little hills by righteousness. He will bring justice to the poor of the people. He will save the children of the needy, and he will break in pieces the oppressor. Almighty God, Jesus Christ, as King of kings, will judge the poor with righteousness. A wonderful kingdom is going to be set up doing that very thing. He says here in verse 8, He shall have dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. He's going to rule over the whole world. Those who dwell in the wilderness will bow before him, and his enemies will lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles will bring presents. The kings of Sheba and Seba will offer gifts. Yes, all kings will fall down before him. Christ is coming, my friends, onto this earth. In your lifetimes, most of you, as king of kings, he's going to bring a righteous government. The kingdom of God is coming. The government of God based on the Ten Commandments telling us how to love God, how to love one another, and people will learn to do it, not just talk about it, because Christ will be here and his saints will be there. Hopefully you will be among them to teach the people God's ways. We are called to be kings and priests, as your Bible tells you many times, the true saints of God. So learn to overcome, learn to study this book, walk with God, understand what's around you. It's real, it's coming, a real government to bring peace such as has never happened on the earth today. So all kings will fall down before him and all nations serve him. He will deliver the needy when he cries, the poor and him who has no helper. He will spare the poor and the needy. He will save the souls of the needy and he will redeem their life from oppression and violence, and precious shall be their blood in his sight, and he shall live. Christ will be alive. He'll be here on this earth. His rule will be from Jerusalem and over the whole earth. Every kingdom, every government will learn to submit to him. He will show them a way of life, and he shall live, and the gold of Sheba will be given to him. Prayers also will be made for him continually, and daily he shall be praised. There will be an abundance of grain on the earth, God will bless the whole earth in every way. Verse 17, his name will endure forever. His name will continue as long as the sun and men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. They'll finally learn to love the true Christ. They'll love the way of life when they're taught how to love one another, to serve one another, how to keep God's commandments, how to live by every word of God. It will work. It's a way of life that works. It brings peace. It brings joy. It brings prosperity. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things, and blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. My friends, tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you will gain precious and inf information available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We'll also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So be, here, be sure to join us right here again next week at this same time. See you right here next week.
to view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.